The Baby Lambs podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. guys you doing good yeah how's your drive so far is it great is it horrible are you enjoying this like uh, what is it spring break it's spring break yeah Ah. yeah so that means less traffic right hopefully i hope so today was great for me oh i can imagine because for you like any change in the schedule is like a blessing it's either great or terrible true um, yeah, like, it t- it's been taking me, like, an hour and 15 minutes to get to work. Mm-hmm. Today, it was just 45 minutes. Wow. And then the return was, like, 55. Who is she? It was a great day. It was a great way to start my week. Yeah. It's going to be a nice week. I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. See, over where I'm at, the fair started. Yeah. So, while there isn't a lot of traffic back and forth mm-hmm. there's a lot of traffic to leave campus yeah. because all those people want to ride the ring of fire mm-hmm. and eat you know mm-hmm. corn dogs and those mini donuts which i don't blame them but <laughs> no and then there's construction on campus like on the route oh, yeah. i take so i have to go the long way anyway and the long way out and then there's all these people coming in from the other angles to try to go to the fair and it's mm-hmm. like whatever first world problems right oh did you see what i saw today on my drive no what did you see on your drive there was a truck that pulled up next to me that had a dildo on it oh i did i saw that okay so what the guy did <laughs> so i'm there like minding my own business getting ready to turn left and all of a sudden i see this like from my peripheral i see this white pickup truck and he's just like breaking constantly right <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck is this guy doing is he trying to get my attention like because that's creepy like you're just there and then someone's just like breaking next to you like uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh. and when i look up i just see like a dick just like <laughs> bouncing <laughs> <laughs> so it was like on the hood of the car on the hood yeah yeah, yeah. like on the on the top mm-hmm Bruh, I was dying. I was dying. <laughs> and the worst part is that, like, I look up and I did, like, a squinty eye face, like, what? <laughs> and when I realized what it was, I couldn't stop laughing in the car. And he was, like, purposefully looking at me to see what my reaction was. So when I look at him, I just couldn't, like, stop it. So then he was laughing at me, laughing at this <laughs> thing, and then he kept breaking faster to make it go Oh, it was so good like dude thank you and i hope you're on my drive every day this week because he's <laughs> just gonna make it so much better he's just you know he's like the happiness fairy oh the God, dick sprinkle was. happiness he fairy. Mu- and he was like really young was he really yeah he looked like he must have been like in high school like a senior or something i want to know did he go to a store find a dildo 
glue it to the hood of his car. No, remember, there's like the suction cup ones. I know, but like, you know, how 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 good are those suction cups? Is it good enough to really withstand traffic? I don't know. What was a truck? If you're in traffic, you're not moving that fast. That's true, unless you're braking. Yeah, well, a lot. It, <laughs> it survived that. I wonder that conversation. Like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get one of them suction cut dicks. I'm putting it on the hood of my car. But like, amazing. Do you take it off before you get home? And clean it off. Because, you know, like, the suction yeah, goes away. Ring. It leaves a ring. And then you have to, like, polish the area. And you have to clean the suction mm-hmm. cup to stick it back on. I don't know. I mean, it's it's commitment for, 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 for like, making making people happy. It's yeah. like he made his car a unicorn. Literally. A unicock. <laughs> a unicock. <laughs> so good. And it was one of those veiny ones, too. So, it was like, <laughs> it was too much. Too much. He really... Oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah, it was beautiful. And I, I tagged only in Dane in my story, so I hope I make it. Oh, I hope so too. Um, yeah. Wow. See, that's okay. an exciting morning. I didn't have that. No, it was the afternoon. So it was, even oh, it was the afternoon. It, it was, was your better. afternoon delight. Yeah, literally. It was just. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. What a guy. Long boy. A long boy, literally. <laughs> Oh man. So mm. we had we had a weekend. We did not sleep no this weekend. No, we didn't sleep at all this weekend. Um, there were a couple of reasons. Yeah. The main one was that DOA is back. Mm-hmm. Finally. For those of you that don't know what VOA is. Mm. It is a show from 2016. It was on Netflix. On Netflix. Netflix. It dropped like out of the blue. Mm-hmm. No one knew what it was about. And you're watching it and you still don't know what it's about, but it's crazy. And then it ended and then people really, really didn't know what was happening. And then people were really, really pissed about how it ended. A lot of people were. Um, I mean, even though it was three years ago, I still don't feel comfortable saying anything about the show. Yeah. Because it was, it's such a, like, it's such a journey. Yeah. And, well, you know what it is, too? I feel like when you tell people how it ends, it'll just, like... Trigger. It'll either trigger them or, like, it'll either draw you in, right? Yeah. Or it'll completely, like, get you... Um, like, turned off. Yeah, turned off from the show. But it's like, it would be a shame to turn someone off from the show just because, like, it's so beautifully written, so yeah. beautifully shot. Like, the story is so compelling that I just think that everybody should be watching the show. Absolutely. It, I mean, <clears throat> and to consider, like, okay, so the first season was... Like everything you said, it it dropped out of the sky, and and you don't <laughs> and and like it and it introduced us to a lot of it, these. I mean, with the exception of like Jason Isaacs, yeah, it introduced a lot of actors that you that I haven't really seen before, yeah, and um and told such an original story that when it disappeared, I really thought like. Yeah. I guess that's it, you know, and I, and it made and even even though it didn't, it wouldn't like in, even if it didn't have a second season, like the first season ended in such a way that yeah, it invited a second season, but I was just so grateful to have experienced it. Mm-hmm. I, so then they released a season two, 
And there was no way, considering how crazy the first season was, I mean, I guess the only thing we could really share about it is, like, generally speaking, it's about a woman who experiences quite a bit of trauma in her life. Mm-hmm. She um, she was a victim of a bus accident. She had a near-death experience. She nearly drowned. She went blind. She gets adopted, and a bunch of other things happen. Yeah. But they all culminate to her being the OA. And, uh, and then, like, season two starts, and you're like, there's no way they can really like bring back that kind of tension because mm-hmm. you know her trauma was intense yeah. and the trauma you, of the show is intense and you can't it, it just didn't feel like something you could replicate at all but they somehow managed mm-hmm. to do so and they introduced new characters mm-hmm. and they brought back old ones and they they didn't rely on on the tropes of the last season mm-hmm. very much which was like refreshing yep and i it i still left season two like aghast mm-hmm. like at the journey i had been put on and how we got here and but like grateful i'm so grateful <laughs> like if you are really looking for a show and you don't know what else like if you're just in like a show Whole and you don't know what else to watch if you aren't watching like the new Arrested Development season or whatever, and you want something that's like not like Love, Death, and Robots, but you know, like if you want to, if you want something that's gonna make you feel your 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 emotions Mm -hmm. and like the range of emotions you can have, this is it. This is it. Even if it's and it is sci-fi, but it's like according to that article that you sent me today, it, it it said it in such a better way. It's a it's a storytelling genre yeah it is very much a storytelling like sci-fi inspired theologically inspired story about storytelling so without spoiling or at least spoiling too much the show really is you know theology based um there are really like western religious um aspects to the show specifically like from Christianity, so there's mm-hmm. the concept of the angel, um, etc. And as a person that like grew up religious, has a mother who like is obsessed with angels. Like if my mom could redecorate her house, it would literally just be like cherubs <laughs> and like the image of uh, Gabriel all over my house. <laughs> like it's just a whole thing. Um, which is why my thing says we're uh, angel and fairy themed. Is this? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was a whole thing. Wow. Um, wow. So like, as I watch the shows and like, it has all these concepts and it's not like trying to shy away from it. It's just like based on the story and the the way it progresses, you you have to discuss it. Yeah. Right. So for me, it just felt like comfortable. Mm-hmm. I knew what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I have not gone, like, willingly gone to, like, Sunday Mass in a very long time. I actively don't participate, like, in church, in mm-hmm. activities or anything. So I kind of, like, I hadn't realized it until, like, it was 3 in the morning on Saturday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I was watching the show. Where, like, I realized that the show kind of, like, fills 
that religious hole that I kind of feel that I have. Mm-hmm. You know? It feels like <clears throat> when you're when we think of like the the beginning so like season one had this big underlying feeling of is this true, is it not true? Mm-hmm. It was very like prophetic. Not yeah. pro- not pathetic, prophetic, prophetic, like a prophet. I'm glad that you said it on me because it would have been like pathetic. It was <laughs> why you made me watch a show then. Um it was very much like, is she a prophet? What is she saying? Did any of this really happen? Yeah. Is she insane? Very like Jesus, you know, like very mm-hmm. Jesus, um, you know, and the apostles and that. Um, and then like this season was really about like, okay, magic is real. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the religious hole, yeah. you know, because the actually both of them were like there's something about when like when you believe in something and you believe in it just because of your faith you just yeah. have faith that everything will be fine and that you're being that everything is for a reason and then when you see a miracle happen mm-hmm. you 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 have your faith restored and you just look forward to seeing the miracles right so since you were talking about how the show is prophetic, <laughs> um, and like the, the Jesus comparison, I'll I'll put it in these terms. So back to like believing, not believing, being a faithful person, not being faithful. Um, the show really did treat the OA, right? Because the OA is a person. Mm-hmm. Um does give you that whole thing right so you know as i'm sure it happened to you in your teen years where you're trying to figure yourself out so you're trying to figure out if like jesus is or isn't real Mm. for these people in this show she approached their lack of faith in a very um forgiving and tolerant way until she had to show force yeah and i thought that that was very interesting because the same thing kind of happened throughout the bible Right? Yeah. Jesus was about kindness and showing proof when he needed to and all these different things. And, you know, sometimes he did have to use his own force to show you who he was mm-hmm. or to make you believe that there is something greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, to have this concept translated in this way where, like, this prophet is a woman mm-hmm. and it's so heavily into the aspect that she is a woman mm-hmm. it was just so like so nice you know yeah. and her and and she you know had a lot of like she regardless of the whatever heavenly creature she is portrayed to be mm-hmm. you know she does have human you know she's human yeah and she has her faults and her mistakes but it's true there's a scene in the first season because i i know i mentioned a few weeks ago and i realized that the oa was coming back i, I rewatched the first yeah. season immediately sorry you are with the oa how i was with sensei yeah exactly because for sensei like i liked it you love it i fucking yeah, yeah. i went hard yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know but there is a scene in the in the OA, I want to say it's like episode two, maybe, where that happens, that what you described. She is um, approaching the, the, the people who will become her followers, 
and they don't believe in anything, but they have a dog and the dog attacks her mm-hmm. and she is bitten and she like manages to like calm down the dog in such a way and kind mm-hmm. of like forgive the dog. It was very, very Jesus. Yeah. And it caught, and it makes them all kind of like look at her like, what are you? Because it's just not a normal reaction. But the way that they approach the show is not like, even though there's so much otherworldly characteristics, there's things that are really hard to understand or explain. Like, that's part of the reason I want to talk about it because, like, I don't want to turn people off. Yeah. Kind of like religion, right? Like, I don't want to, like, turn off. I want people. you to read the gospel. Yeah, you know, like, read the gospel, come to your own conclusion. But. The way they approach it is very, like, relatable. Like, it's a very relatable approach. And there's a lot of, like, science versus theology. The science of trying to harness miracles. Mm -hmm. And that continues in season two. It's just, man, what a brilliant piece of work. And the concept of, is this it? Mm -hmm. Is this all that exists? Mm Mm-hmm. And that concept will forever, like, keep me intrigued. Yeah. Um, another show that did that in, like, a beautiful way was Fringe. Mm, I've heard a lot about Fringe. Oh, fucking, oh. I, didn't, I didn't finish it because that was one of the shows that it hurt me that it was coming to an end. So I just you didn't chose want to it stop to. watching it. <laughs> I, I, like, I consciously made that decision. And Melly all the time is like... I can't believe you didn't finish that show. You have to finish it. I'm like, I, I can't. I can't bring myself to it. Like, it's just... I love that show so much. Um, but it, it, Fringe wasn't, like, religion-based. It was science-based. Mm-hmm. But it still very much tried to answer the question of, is this it? Mm-hmm. And if so, why? And if it isn't, why can't I reach it? Yeah. And I really, I I know, man, it really is such a great form of escape. But Uh, such a great form to like bring people together and like have discourse. Yeah. It's like a quicker book club. Yeah. You know? It's a visual book club. Yeah. Um, Even in Lost, because Lost also answers that question of like, are they in purgatory? Are they not? In purgatory, you know, yeah. what happened, like, what does a plane crash mean? And that's, like, and what the fuck is this island? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I loved Lost. Even when it got real weird, I loved Lost. Actually, so that's great. a perfect show to compare this to. Mm-hmm. If you liked Lost even a little bit, then you'll like the OA. Yeah. And the pacing is slower. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like Lost where like every episode is like a, some big revelation mm-hmm. about like life and our basis for our being. Yeah. It's really more a very slow building upon like a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of elements to the mm-hmm. show, but the scent, but the core of it is really approached very slowly yeah. and deliberately. So you do feel like there's like a real build. And Lost had that too, but man, but Lost filled in like you're talking well, about twenty five episodes yeah. a season. So versus it's a eight. versus like yeah, eight. Or 
Well, however, yeah, it was eight. Was it eight? Eight and eight. Yeah, sixteen episodes total. Oh my god, yeah. it felt so much longer. And they weren't even like over an hour. I think like only one of them was like an hour five. Right. It just yeah. did, what a great way to pass the time, guys. Go do it. Mm-hmm. But before we like go real far into the OA, well, the, we can't really go any further without giving anything away. I think we should talk away. about our away, <laughs> away, away. I feel like my name is away. away. <laughs> um. So after watching the OA, you know, I need something to do, right? And I watched uh-huh. the new girlfriend review. I don't know if we've spoken about the girlfriend reviews, but girlfriend reviews is like a is a YouTube channel started by a girl who whose boyfriend is a gamer, and she reviews video games from the perspective of what it's like to live with somebody who's playing that video game. So as a backseat gamer, it's a backseat gamer like it's it's so good and she comes out with an episode every week and this week she had an episode on stardew valley this is where i come in so those of you that don't know i am obsessed with this fucking game i have been obsessed with this game for like three years now i have it on the ps4 on my laptop on the switch like it is a problem for me and it's not like the game like this game save is transferable. I have three different fucking farms. <laughs> okay, in all three, I am a female farmer because diversity. And in only one of them do I have red lips <laughs> and wear a hat. Um, so the game is basically like you're a widow that like you you have an office job. You're tired of all your shit. Then you're a widow dies and he's like, bitch, I'm leaving you a farm. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, I'm so done with city life. You know what? I'm going to take up my grandfather's offer. I'm going to go live in the farm where he dies. Mm-hmm. And then you become a farmer. Yep. And it's very like, um, it's very, it, it, it's very like 8-bit. Not 8-bit. It's not 8-bit. It's like... <laughs> I mean, eight and a half bit. It's eight and a half bit. You know, like it's very like Zelda, like a link to the past. You know, it's it's so like I started playing it. And of course, I've heard so much about it because I I know the set and um, and I finally gave so into it. <laughs> I mean, I just hadn't I hadn't pulled the trigger on it because I play a lot of different games. And uh, and honestly, I didn't know I already owned it. Uh, so I started playing it after I watched the OA and it was a great way to like, kind of like come off of that crazy ride and just like focus on the simpler things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at first I was like, I don't, I know that I'm going to probably like this cause I do like, um, animal crossing. I'm like, I like the like meditative state of like farm simulators, but I'm like, but maybe I'm not going to like this, but you know, at the very least, let me give it a shot. Let me try to build out my farm. Let me, like, cut up some of the shrubbery. You know, maybe I'll buy some parsnip seeds. You know, like, I want to make an effort so that I had something to talk about with Lisette because there's no way I could start Stardew Valley and just, like, put it down and just be like, wasn't for me. Because, like, you don't understand, guys. Like, she's, like, a master Stardew Valley player. The reason why I have a Reddit account is so that I could go onto the Stardew Valley subreddit. 
That's a level. Also, the other reason why I have a Twitter <laughs> is so that I could keep following Concerned Ape and like get my updates on the game. Oh my god. It's so it's so cool that you like something that's but, so meditative. Okay, so all of you are like, okay, it's about fucking farming. But it's more than that. But you know what? There's also motherfucking drama. And if you know me, <laughs> a bitch likes drama. <laughs> and like, there are affairs. You can buy people beer and give them beer. You can have beer and get drunk. Yep. Um, you get to like pursue people and they don't need to be like of the opposite sex they could be of the same sex you can marry them you could erase their minds by divorcing them there's a cave you go through the cave then what happens when you're done with the cave then there's another cave that comes up it's like a lot there's a lot that you could do and i love it yeah i didn't get to any of that um but it was like three in the morning when they finished when i put myself to bed because i didn't realize i had been farming that long and so, and now they've just, re- well, they released it recently, but there's a co-op now. Mm-hmm. Well, the great thing about this game, above all else, is that, like, it was, deve- it's an indie game that was developed literally by one guy. Yeah. Like, and a very patient wife. A very patient, very, very patient wife. Who, what was it, like, had gone, had, like, been developing it over the course of, like, mm-hmm. a year and a half or two years. He, like, solely focused on it. And... He and he he developed all the music for it. Yeah. He um like he sold however many three point five million copies of the mm-hmm. game. So like he's good now. He also developed this co op um mode. So now you can play together and mm-hmm. have a harm. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna start playing together. Yes. Yeah. I'm scared because I know that Lisette's gonna tell me. Like, no, you got to do it this way. <laughs> and and well, those aren't cool. in season. No, but what's cool, too, is, like, while we play together, we don't need to... Since we're not on the same screen, mm-hmm. right? Like, we're not playing on the same screen. Oh, we can go do our, our yeah, own thing. we just own our farm together. It's romantic. But what's going to be great is how we can romance people and lure them back to our individual houses. Do we have individual houses or do we have one house? I think we can have multiple houses. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Cool. And only in the co-op mode can you get a horse. Oh, that's how you get a horse? I was wondering how you get a horse, because I'm here like, how do they have a horse in this review? Well, I already fixed my um, my train, so I don't have issues going from place to place. But I don't even know what you're talking about, but I'm excited. And at some point, you can fix the bus. Ooh, and then where do you go? Like, mm. do you know where we go? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's a great time, you guys. I swear... Mm-hmm. It sounds so dumb, but it's such a great time. Right, Michael? Right. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's what we're going to do after we finish this episode. We're going to we're going to start our farm and we're yeah. going to we're going to play it. Yeah. Um and if you don't know about girlfriend reviews and you like video games and you like humor, <laughs> yeah. Go check out her channel. It's yeah. great. And also, girlfriend reviews. If you're listening, be our best friend. Please. Uh, we need more people that understand the long boy reference. Mm-hmm. Long boy that you created. But yeah, she does reviews of like Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption, Fallout, Bioshock. Uh, Jesus. So like games. Devil May Cry Five. Uh, oh wait, what was the other one? Re- God of Resident War. Evil. Resident Evil. Resident Evil was, that good. was so good. 
Uh, she does a lot of them. So if you're, if even if you like it, like them a little bit, she's really funny. It's worth listening to and watching yeah. and uh, supporting. Yeah. And uh, anything else? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. So like, go watch the OA. Watch girlfriend reviews and and play Stardew Valley. Yeah. Why not? Join us, Join us on this adventure. And like, if you guys like, or if you guys want to watch us play or something, let us know. Because, like, we can figure that out. Yeah. We can figure out how to do that. Yeah, it'll be a good time. And then you can watch Lisette yell at me. <laughs> Ashley, no. Ashley, no. Ashley. That's not where you put the coop. Eat something so you don't keep falling asleep at one in the afternoon. That's, that's, I'm going to get that right Have now. Have you granola bars? I can make granola bars? Uh... Guys, you don't have time. This is the one time where I am superior in a video game. Oh, no. What am I walking into? It's the first time. <laughs> I will become Gabe with Smash. Oh, God. But I'm starting to value. I'm going to be an aggressive farmer. <laughs> okay, so for real, if you guys want to see me get abused, but wow. have not, you know, abused... No, if you want to see us like make a farm and like and learn how to play Stardew Valley along with me, <laughs> and Lisette can mentor us. Yeah, let us know so we can figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But until then, see you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Baby Lambs podcast. Artwork created by Janabelle Art. You can follow her on Instagram at Janabelle Art, or you can follow her studio at Studio Nami Tattoo. Music created by Daniel Acosta and produced by Sunset Studios Miami. You can follow them on their Instagram at Sunset Studios Miami. And you can follow us on Instagram via our handle at Babylands Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Babylands PCast or Babylands Podcast. You can find us now on iTunes and Google Play yeah. and even on Castbox, which is actually a really cool app. Also by finding us via our handle baby lambs podcast or by visiting our website at babylambspodcast.com thanks again for listening